Hello, Tom. Hi, sweetheart. You alright? Yeah, I'm okay. What's up with you? What's uh-huh. going on? Nothing. <laughs> no, I'm okay. How are you, Spear? Yeah, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, it's because you were leading this episode, so I was just looking to you to, like, take the lead and whatnot. Oh, right, okay. I, I'm falling back for once. Oh, we're watching... Um, you still it? have it on? I can't see the TV. She's got the TV on. Uh, yeah, where I'm sitting, I can see it, and he can't. It's on... It's oh, Channel it's 5. Grim. It's um. No, it's not Channel 5, but it's basically about, um like dermatologists getting spots and pus filled things out of people's backs and necks and shit right and there's some lady that seems to be refusing um she's she has really bad eczema and she's refusing steroid treatment let's not speak her truth okay no i'm just saying like (laughs) no and the doctor's like She's a Harley Street doctor. Just so, so it's like you need medication, calendar. bro. Yeah. Like, stop with this, like you know, natural, he- yeah, yeah, health nut type stuff. Anyway, so that that was just happening. Sorry, I lost my train of thought because I saw this like <laughs> pussy thing being taken out of someone's back. Okay, we are going to talk about ego today, and um, again, this is one of the things that has been on the list for a long while, but we haven't really figured out how we would talk about it. It's it's. I mean, I personally could talk about it forever, but I don't. I didn't know how I would structure it. I think we've perhaps figured out some kind of structure uh, where we'll, you know, try and get this on, you know, in a reasonable time. But uh, the reason why uh, I wanted to talk about this, and Tom's open to doing it as well, is the book that I read a long time ago. I think maybe back in two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. No, 2015. Because by the time I met you, I was like, oh, you have to read this book. Yeah. Anyway. I knew of the guy, by the way. Yeah, so Eckhart Tolle is like a famous self-help type guy. Uh, world, world renowned. I really recommend you watch his videos on YouTube. He is the most chill guy you yeah. will ever he, see. Like, he's not just, you know, spouting off these books and then being a complete like nightmare of a person in real life. He actually lives by what he teaches. I was showing um, my friend Seb one of his videos and like in the video he would just sit there just smiling, just happy and just breathe and just be like, I just want to take a chance, just a time just to like relax and just like during the Jeez. middle of some big ass conference with like, I don't even know how many thousands of people this guy wants to sit there and wait, not waste everyone's time, but just like, take in the moment and just bro he's so zen it's just unbelievable i think the cynic in us especially as brits is to is to look at this kind of character or or more broadly look at self-help and just say oh god what do they know yeah. like, oh oh so easy for you to find relaxation i've never really understood you know? the cynicism is it just like <clears> a disbelief <throat> that it's not possible or something like that yeah, the, it's, yeah, you, I agree. You know, it's there. Oh well, you know, you don't, you don't have to work, you know, twelve-hour shifts and do what I do, or you don't have to deal with the challenges I, yeah. I face, or, you know, there's, there's a kind of uh, distancing that happens where it's like that doesn't feel accessible to me. Yeah. So I'm just gonna shit on it for everyone else as well while I'm at it. But this book was amazing. Um, it's called A New Earth, and he uh, basically talks essentially about ego i didn't know that going in but um he he talks about the power of ego and then well the negative impact that it can have on your life and how you can uh kind of be aware of your ego and find a way to to live life with you know with minimal influence of the ego the idea that the ego never really goes away but it is something that you can be aware of and somewhat control. Wait, wait, back this up. So, um, so just for the benefit of those people um, that may not know, well, how would you define the ego? So the the there's a Google definition which is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance, um, and then all the kind of similar definitions that follow up are self-worth, self-respect, self-conceit. Um, and it's kind of strongly connected with narcissism as well, but that's a separate conversation, I guess. So it's kind of like how you view yourself. Yes. Well, I've come to learn though, and like, so we like we like to talk about, oh, you know, he just needed a boost of his ego, yeah. or like when we try and 
you know, tell someone um, something to make them feel better about themselves. We want to soothe their ego, or yeah, you know, for, for our, our own gain. Yeah. So you know, let's let's soothe their, her ego, and then we'll be able to get you know thirty extra minutes of lunch or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we we talk about it in that sense. But what I've come to learn is that the ego is not just the the our most positive view of ourselves. It's more the kind of going back to that uh, episode on meditation and mindfulness, thinking about the presenting self. So what is the, the, the self that you present to the world? The ego is, is fabricating that for you. So what do you want to be perceived as? What do you want to view yourself as? Who do you, who do you um, want to be in, this, in, in the context of your workplace or whatever? Um, Wait, your relationships, it, that kind of stuff. Could it be seen as like, um, what is the version of you that you could say is like your autopilot? Yes and no. Because oh, okay. it's also the negative. So that's yeah, no, what people that's what don't I mean, realize like, is like. Okay. So it's so it's also the same voice that is saying. So say someone like cuts you off when you're you know in, in traffic or whatever. Mm. Your ego is the thing that responds to that and goes, "Oh, I want I want that person to feel my wrath, or I yeah. want, or I'm gonna beep because I want them to know how I feel about that." That bruise that bruises your ego yeah. to know that someone would do that to you. Someone would cut you off. You know, it's like that kind of <laughs> entitlement. How dare you? You know. But then the other side of it is uh, the negative self talk. So, I almost had a brush, a similar brush with that, like today, literally on my way back. <laughs> So I was waiting um, by Notting Hill for the bus to come down. Um, and it, so it was just me at first. And then like all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, a bunch of, there's a gang of people all waiting for the, the bus to come. Yeah. And then the classic line, it wasn't three buses at once, but it was two buses at once. Yeah. So the bus comes and then you could see, okay, the one behind is... Is, is going to try and cheekily drive off. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to speed past. And then... The guy that was slowing down initially, he then sped off. And everybody at the bus stop was like, wait a second. So we've waited all this time and we've now just missed not just one bus, but two buses are going to try and drive past us. Mm -hmm. Someone must have like shouted and then like the the first bus driver like stopped in the middle of the road and just opened the door. Mm -hmm. And we all had to run from the bus stop um, Mm -hmm. down to... Uh, to where he had stopped like randomly in the middle of the road and as I was walking over there I was like so angry and pissed off and mm-hmm. I was getting ready to blast him and, and what not um, and then literally I looked at him and then I was just like it, it like the moment before I could even like just like start effing and blinding like it clicked in my head that like he basically felt viol- his ego was probably violated by the other bus driver behind him trying to speed off and not pick up any of the passengers yes yes and and it's like and then my ego was bruised before i even said i didn't do anything no i I I walked off but my ego was bruised thinking how are you gonna leave me like yeah i stood here dutifully i guess it's like every time i say is my name bob like yeah oh can you just talk about that that's hilarious so there's this guy on um on youtube the chicken the chicken connoisseur look him up but basically he goes to chicken shops around london <laughs> and he reviews the chicken yeah but <laughs> every time there was a couple of occasions where boss man can you define boss man boss man is the the guy that works in the chicken shop right where boss man didn't give him the 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 drink he needed or wanted or he charged him a little bit more for the wings or you know the chips weren't they were soggy or whatever to which he would reply is my name bob can you define what is my name bob is oh. i had to go to you and de- <laughs> tom what what's this about go on well i guess well, a new boss man i didn't know is my name bob yeah, it's the whole thing it's i guess when you feel <laughs> violated to the point that you think that you are named bob because bob, bob is, is, a, is a name that you wouldn't necessarily deem as someone that is respected because of the fact that they're named Bob. 
So like, what? It's like a simple name. He, uh, yeah, I don't Ooh, know. We're going I don't down know some why, dangerous territory here. I don't know why here. Bob has, has been the it's the one is the selected name. It's the but, selected yeah. one. It's on the crucifix. I don't know. It's maybe because it's, it's like a funny word to people, like B O B, like yeah. Bob. Like, it's got a ring to it. Yeah. Basically, it's like, do you think I'm stupid? Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. But again, that's just a response of like your ego. So you're thinking this bus is driving off. And you're like, is my name Bob? Yeah, and do then you, that driver. Do you honestly think my name's Bob? The driver's <laughs> probably thinking the same thing about the other driver. Yeah, he's thinking, like, I'll like, be damned if my I, name's Bob. I'm gonna drive <laughs> off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it was. The, it was so. Uh, yeah, I guess that was like a. I'm just clocking now. That was like a double dose of egos being bruised because yeah. I didn't say anything, but then I could. No, hear, but the toxicity is already, yeah, already I could brewing. Hear all of the other passengers just like going off on the drivers. They're coming onto the bus. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, everybody's ego was bruised. Yeah. If I've understood yeah. you correctly, somewhat. It, it might just be like. I want to. I want to say yes, but I think there's you know, there's equally you know, on uh, probably another explanation for various people on that bus that you know had had their reasons but i think ultimately we don't realize how much ego plays a part in our life like yeah. exactly like what you're saying like day to day we are somewhat controlled by our ego we make decisions based on what we think um will make us come up on top mm. most most days um even you know being in in conflicting situations or having difficult conversations for example, if you and I ha- are, you know, arguing, that is all rooted in ego. The fact that we want to come up, you know, on top. We want to be the the one that's in the right. We want to make the other one feel a certain kind of way. Thankfully, we don't, you know, we don't argue um, necessarily like to bring the, the other one down or to like prove a point or anything like that. But, you know, many occasions where you're in situations that you didn't, you, you, you know, like that happened to you or you land yourself in, in conflicting situations and you always want to feel like you are uh, not superior but just that you're protecting yourself in some way you don't want to be you don't want to be the mug in the situation you don't want to feel like uh, you know um, lesser than and the ego is a reflection of your self-esteem on some level so if you feel like there's something that's showing up um it's a challenging situation or a a a phase of your life that you're where you don't feel like you're doing so well it really feels like you're it's a reflection of who you are yeah right but i think often so for example uh you know say say you're looking for a job and you know you haven't really got any kind of interviews lined up or whatever that's it's really challenging to feel like that's just how life is and that okay well that's just the way that things are going at the moment it's no reflection on who you are as a person it might just be the circumstances it might just be the industry you're trying to get into it, ju- it might just be a myriad of reasons not necessarily that you're a bad person or that you're you're an ineffective you know worker or anything like that but it's really hard to to not let it be a reflection of who you are and that is the ego that is your ego telling you that you're a piece of shit because you're not able to get an interview lined up so, and uh, stuff like that is it like basically constantly and in very ever-changing ways having like a limited perception of a situation or yourself yes i guess the the self um because as you're saying it can happen in the good times and in the bad times it's not yeah. exclusive i think it's it's what it is if i've read this book right is it's like a protective mechanism. So it's it's designed to protect you from the world's harm almost. So whether so say you're at a party and you see uh you know somebody that like kind of looks great, has got a great dress on, or you know, like is the most like beautiful woman in the room, walks in, people turn their heads or whatever. As a woman it's like, oh god, right, okay, where do I fit in this all? Mm. And your ego does does a number to try and like protect you from yourself almost you know or, or think starting to go down that that road of like you know being confronted with something that's challenging your character or challenging what you perceive yourself to look like or be like um and 
just that your your ego goes into some kind of process of trying to make you feel better about yourself so that might be that you start to internally start to put that other person down um or it might be that you start to tell yourself you're a piece of shit because it's just we need to figure out what this means to us so So. we're either going to go down the road of she's horrible she's a horrible person she must stink or she must be like you know uh, you know there's there's got to be something bad about her or whatever or it goes down the other road of like well that you know it reinforces that i that i'm butters and i'm i'm horrible and i'm so you know, wait, i'm wait, not wait, worthy wait. of being here or whatever so the ego is probably what like helps fuel like the hierarchies that we create in society or like Somewhat. in different situations like school off work i think home, what i'm trying dynamics. to say is like it yes like it, i think what i'm trying to say is that it it plays out in every single situation potentially Mm. if if you don't if you don't grab a hold of it and grab an awareness of it you'd be surprised where it shows up like even i'm just you could go down the list of all the things you even today like you know you're going on that bus journey um like i'm trying to think of we tried to record a podcast earlier today on a different topic and it wasn't really chiming my ego was bruised that we couldn't we couldn't figure out a way to make it work or whatever do you see what i'm saying mm. so it's like you know and then i start to like st- go into some kind of mental ar- arithmetic of like okay well what does this mean about my ability to convey you know a certain to- like convey a message or talk about a certain topic or carry my my own message or or hold my own in a conversation what does it mean about the partner that i've chosen that is equally not able to do the same even though it's like totally normal to try and have a conversation yeah and then not and it got not go so well podcasting's like not do you know what i mean it's just not it's not a guarantee it doesn't and it doesn't really mean anything it's not like it's a reflection on who we are because we try to talk about something and it didn't work Mm. but it it's like your ego especially playing out in relationships like i could go down the list of all the ways that like i've allowed my ego to negatively affect our relationship even talking to you like earlier on about um how i tried to sabotage our relationship because it was the relationship symbolized me losing my independence so that wasn't gonna run for me that can't run like that's not okay for me so me trying to get rid of you so that i could keep my protective bubble around myself but that was just my ego that was me not being able to foresee a future or a different a different paradigm for my life that didn't center around me <laughs> right guess, like if that's not ego i don't know what is so then the, the question that i kind of want to ask because it, it already seems like not complex like i feel like i understand that i can grasp the concept of the ego mm-hmm. but so when people are going into like for example i'm thinking of this book that you've you've brought yeah a new earth yeah and i'm just like okay so what's the goal that people have in mind when they're trying to address like their ego or like no well i think the main thing is like no one is not no one but very few people are trying to address it Mm. i think because and i'll ask you like what what was your perception of ego because prior to reading this book and prior to kind of going on this journey of trying to like learn about it my perception of it was just basically an extension of arrogance yeah so that was it like it i don't have an ego because i'm not arrogant that's basically what i thought what did did you think i would agree like because the phrase that comes to mind is that oh the ego has landed so i always attributed it towards like maybe like business types the kind of person that will catch the waterloo and city line on a daily um just like yeah. work in the city big banker types suited like, up booted suit, up yeah suited and booted high and important high well, high and mighty high and we're important. probably high on drugs as well isn't there yeah. a massive cocaine thing going on there yeah but apparently like there was ketamine a, as well apparently like back in the day a large percentage on, of 50 quid too. notes like have cocaine um, residue yes. on them um but yeah well this... we're in a cashless society now so we can't <laughs> trace that <laughs> probably on people's debit cards now. don't get it twisted like but yeah no that yeah. was i to me i thought the ego was exclusive to really successful people that felt like they were entitled to um yeah like 
entitled to a certain different, level different levels of service of, and yes, like yes. being revered um privileged people privilege yeah but i wouldn't but it was weird because i wouldn't associate like i'd think of like say the, arist- well, the aristocracy in my mind yeah. is like probably what i would have thought of as ego but i'm thinking of like celebrated figures mm-hmm. i wouldn't like think celebrities had a big ego unless they were like said to be like a diva and whatnot but i don't yeah, know like yeah. i had like this distinction in my mind it was it's people that are as you said arrogant like not really likable mm. very like um what's the turn they don't like they wouldn't score high on this on, on agreeableness they're very okay. disab- like I, that's what i thought it was exclusive yep. to um and then <laughs> yeah, no i was just thinking of beyonce's song when she's talking about oh you got a big ego and i guess that kind of reinforced it, it. Yeah, yeah i guess just, yeah I need to. I don't know the exact lyrics of it. I, I don't think we need to look those up. It kind of scars your life. Yeah, but do you get what I'm saying? I just uh-huh. I've, that's what I thought it was. And then I I came across Eckhart Tolle, and I know that he has videos and discussions about ego. I've seen Oprah talk about it, um, in passing. I didn't really yeah. pay attention to it, but it was just it was just always just been something on the periphery, and I didn't think. I guess naively i didn't think it was is something that affects me because i'm much lower down on the socio-economic ladder mm. and that in of itself i'm guessing now after is speaking your ego. to you yeah is that's my you ego that's you fabricating yeah. what you know like a an identity for yourself yeah that that boxes you in somewhat yeah yeah so i, I kind of wanted to, it's Which, funny of this entire book on ego there isn't a definition per se like from from eckhart himself what, what what is Eckhart's like? Make, like oh God! Like, I mean, he. Could I know this is like probably asking you to summarize basically read hours the book. Of lectures <laughs> into, but what's his main? And point? I have to admit, I haven't. I didn't reread this book prior to yeah. this discussion. So this he's... is just based on on probably the best stuff that I've taken yeah. and still carry with me years later. So it's probably you know the most impactful things like, for me. Yeah. But what's his like purpose in in relation to this subject? Because I know he is the go to guy for this. Yeah. But like, is there like a message or like something he's trying to get across to people? Yeah, it's the idea that by by succumbing to your ego, you're missing life's bigger picture. So um, he talks here about underneath the surface of appearance, everything is not only connected with everything else but also with the source of all life out of which it came. Even a stone, and more easily a flower or a bird, could show you the way back to God, to the source, to yourself. So he doesn't you know, say, you know, you have to believe in God to believe in these principles by any mm. means. It's just like whatever makes you feel better about, you know, if you want to call it God or the universe or or just, you know, the physical world like yeah. as is. Um, basically, when you look at it and you hold it and you let it be, so this rock, this bird, this this flower, um, without imposing a word or a mental label on it, a sense of awe, of wonder arises within you. Its essence silently communicates to you and reflects your own essence back to you. This is what great artists sense and succeed in conveying in their art. Van Gogh didn't say, that's just an old chair. He looked and he looked and he looked and he sensed the beingness of the chair and then he sat in front of the canvas and took up the brush. The chair itself would have sold for the equivalent of a few dollars. The painting of the same chair today would fetch in excess of $25 million. Do you get the point? So it's about going beyond the... The kind of the labels and like what we what all the boxes we've created for ourselves about who we are about what we what we need to do to be successful about the things we use or the the world we live in or the places we go or the people we meet that we don't need to constantly uh you know find specific places to put them or compartmentalize them in our minds for us to feel better about our life like that kind of we don't like to live in ambiguity or live in just yeah. in just being in the present and just Wait, this explains why he sits there silently and just like stares and just at the observes crowds. and just and because just stays he, with it yeah so that means he's and that's why we have yeah. a real as kind of at a societal level we really struggle to just go for a walk without being on our phone or listening to music yeah we have to walk because we have somewhere to be not not that not that it's just nice to walk right so i guess well so if i'm understanding this rightly is this so by disbanding the ego or 
letting go and trying to be more present minded you're freeing yourself from like always categorizing and living and enjoying what is kind of yeah so he says you know when you don't cover up the world the world with words and labels a sense of miraculousness returns to your life that was long lost a lot a long time ago when humanity instead of using thought became possessed by thought so our ego is just our inner talk Mm. positive or negative and he says a depth returns to your life things regain their newness their freshness almost seeing the world kind of as a like as a baby would right a baby doesn't have ego they develop that they they foster that over time when you see a baby like look at the world in awe we had that once and we allow the the world to happen to us um and you know and then chaos ensues i suppose so basically like is it like having (laughs) this might sound really really abstract but so just forgive me if it is Uh proper out there but is it like having say you're a producer and you've hired a director to direct a film the film is your life but the director is doing a really bad job at interpreting and showing uh-huh because it's limited and he's he misses things and it's just off key and he's directing your attention to like the wrong and right things and it's just not i guess the equivalent yes and no i think okay. like yes yeah, so it's like kind of a interpretation of what is instead of actually just what is yeah so that probably the best way to produce that film would be to just put a head ca- a, a, a camera, camera a camera yeah. on your head and let you live life that would be the most authentic way of yeah. you showing your life right but instead of this fabricated scripted version of it yeah so he says basically what the ego is he says the the word i so it's basically the illusory self yeah. so in normal everyday usage i embodies the primordial error misperception of who you are an illusory sense of identity this is the ego the illusory sense of self is what albert albert einstein who has deep insights not only into the reality of space and time but also into human nature referred to as an optical illusion of consciousness the illusory self then becomes the basis for all further interpretations or rather misinterpretations of, re- of reality all thought processes interactions and relationships your reali- your reality becomes a reflection of the original illusion does that make sense yeah so in your kind of analogy the the reality becoming a reflection of of the original illusion is that person directing and producing a version of your life that's not your own yeah wait so now i'm thinking about stereotypes and influences is that like microwave meals for the ego yes i'd suppose so so he says the good news is if you can recognize illusion as illusion then it dissolves so have you ever been in a situation where like and I and that it, that rang true so true for me where you're having an anxiety attack mm-hmm. but as soon as you recognize this anxiety yeah you're able to bring clicks, yourself man. back yeah right yeah that is ego so as soon so if you're ever in a situation and you and you understand ego and it might take some time yeah. i'm still learning what ego is i've been on trying to understand how it plays out in my life for a fair few years now i remember it was one of the first few conversations i had with you was yeah like, by the way like there's a thing called ego. I want to talk to you about it. But once you know where ego plays out, it it does dissolve. It becomes something that's like, right, okay. Now I can like actually take the harness back. Wait, so, you know? wait, hold on. Sorry to go back to this stupid little bus incident. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, so wait, the moment, so you mean when I was angry and I was walking up to the bus drive um, to, to get onto the bus and I was steamingly mad mm-hmm. and then I looked at him and then thought about what he had done, mm-hmm. which was he wanted to, um, his ego kicked in and he didn't want to be the guy that was made to pick up all the passengers and take on all the load. And then I instantly just let go of my anger. Mm-hmm. Was that me like dissolving? Acknowledging ego. Acknowledging ego that and dissolving ego, the... Ego was playing a part in this situation. Yeah. And then ego then loses its power. Wow. Do you get it? Okay. I Okay, I get it. So, so for people <laughs> that are challenging, well, not challenging themselves, but are because I know there's a lot of people that are interested in this. As I said, I've seen Oprah talk about it. I know Eckhart Tolle's done yep. uh, tons of talks. So they're on a mission to basically try and dissolve as much ego as possible. Is that I, a, a way of yes putting it? Yes and no. I think and I think becoming wise to the the just being aware of like of the what ego. the actual world is. Yeah, because I think we've we've 
cultivated a life that is based on what we think success looks like. Yeah. You know, capitalism is based on, you know, is 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 that um I mean like, I work in a very bad industry for this. <laughs> but you can work in it and and develop a different different working practice. You know, you can rise to the top and develop your own working practices. <laughs> but anyway, so like he she he says um the recognition of illusion is also its ending. So when he says, you know, when you recognize illusion, uh, the illusion of, uh, when if you recognize illusion as illusions, mm-hmm. well, as in if you recognize ego as an illusion, it yeah. dissolves. And he says, its survival depends on your mistaking it for reality. So when you are in every situation you're in, that ego is trying to play a part in, don't get it twisted. It's not like it's dormant and then it comes out at extreme situations of conflict yeah, or like challenge. It's every, <laughs> it's every day, it's the good and the bad. It's it's when you go and have a conversation with your boss, it's when you talk to a stranger, it's, it's when you get up and look at yourself in the mirror and start to, you know, you know, put cream on your face or whatever. It plays out in every single situation of your life if you're not careful, if you're not aware of it. But he says, you know, in in seeing in the seeing of who you are not, the reality of who you are emerges by itself. So when you recognise that you're not ego, the oh, real you start can so can actually the, open up and start to come to the fore. That's the real prize here. You allow yourself to be yourself. I think it's a journey to authenticity. And the thing is, I know that sounds really hokey. I know it's like I know no, this. This I is the cynic in me that's no. like, what the fuck are you talking no, no, about? No, that makes sense to me because it's like if you're constantly buying in, as you said, to all of these illusions of what you're perceiving situations are, good or bad, and how and, you perceive taking, yourself yeah. and how you perceive the choices and part, like you're like not I said, actually you know, being yourself. You're no. you're pressing play on on a dodgy on, DVD or something. Yeah. Sort. On a, on a DVD that maybe served a purpose once upon a time. Yeah. But it wasn't a DVD you bought and subscribed to. That it was a DVD that you that it was just handed to you and you didn't ask for it. I know I mentioned hierarchies before, but do you think... And I mentioned stereotypes. But do you think human beings, like, desire to, like, find patterns and find meaning is, is what... Like, confirmation also, bias. Yeah, is what kind of, like, drives this. Yes and no. I don't... I So... You know, like in scientific context, like when you're trying to find a cure for something or you're trying to test the effectiveness of a drug, like your ego is not. Yes, it's playing in in the scientific in the science in the scientist's mind. It's not. It's not like oh god, it's fucking work. Otherwise, I'm a fake. Like yeah, that that plays out. Yeah. But obviously, testing and certain you know there's certain environments where obviously you remove the human from the situation out of necessity because yeah. there is your it's prone to human error and human error can often be confirmation but like i want this to work so yeah. i will create the conditions for it to work yeah but um but yeah no it depends i mean i guess the idea the the, the the real answer to that is it depends and it it plays out as long as you're aware if you're aware of it like there may be many situations where it doesn't actually play a particularly strong role but because of you know your complete lack of awareness of it it plays more of a role than it should or you know whatever i think you just have to be aware of it and know what it is and know how it plays out in your life a new earth really gave me an amazing kind of education on just the ways it does play out and it does play out as early as your childhood yeah you know and he talks about the pain body and again i'm really cautious about kind of all these all these terms about the the illusory self and the pain you know all this kind of hokey stuff like can i be real we need to find a way to mock people that mock people like no i'm I'm that person i'm that person that's just so i i if anyone's holding us back out here no but if if anyone's listening that's like oh god fucking like you know get over it i i get it i get it i get it but i'm telling you like that there's a way to move progress. past that kind of cynicism <laughs> and actually see where this plays out in your life and not in a sense of like I want to be an evolved I want to be authentic like no it's not it's just about basically chipping away at the marble to to reveal what you're actually who you actually are and not this kind of facade that you're putting on subconsciously or consciously um the, the facade that was given to you by your your parents or your or intergenerational practices the the, the facade that you, school taught you was the way to work or the way to be successful in the world or whatever but yeah so he 
he talks about how you know the word i is like a problematic thing so it's quite quite um kind of limiting but he says you know this is what happens as you slowly and carefully you know kind of work through what the ego means um the mechanics of the false self is what we call the ego um and i guess we could talk about briefly about the the pain body and what that kind of is but he also sort of talks about parenthood so and again you know this is something I'm very interested in and in, in thinking about what I what kind of parenting approach I want to take or what what ways that I know that my ego will play out and often how it plays out is your projection of what you want your children to be because it reflects what you couldn't do in your own life mm. so you know parents that become like stage stage parents or they push certain sports on their kids you know they push they I push like, like football watch. on their son but their son really wants to do ballet and stuff like that it's your ego it's it's i this is what i think a successful child does this is what i think a, a you know successful boy or girl or whoever does you know is and i or i couldn't achieve those things when i was a kid i didn't have the money when i was a kid my parents didn't do it my parents weren't as caring my parents you know didn't dedicate as much as of their time to me and i'm gonna do the exact opposite i'm gonna do all this stuff for i'm my really kids. scared i'm gonna fall victim to that because i i've i've mentioned it in the past or i don't know but basically i know for a fact that i i feel like there was a lot of stuff i wasn't aware of because I just didn't have the awareness. My parents didn't clue me up on it. Yeah. So I feel like because they didn't, they didn't have the information. Yeah. Naturally, if I have kids, I'm gonna be like, yo, this job career pathway over here is very lucrative, and like, yeah. like do you get what? But equally, you've got a real thing about journalists. So if our yeah, son or uh, daughter yeah, everyone comes and says, man. I want to be a journalist, I think you're gonna have a, <laughs> your your ego is gonna have a real hard time with that. That would probably be the toughest. Yeah. Profession. Would you prefer that over porn star, though? Yeah, obviously, porn star is like. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll both be, are lucrative. Yeah. Both are, you know, both are controversial. I <laughs> I, if you wanted, I guess that kind of. I can't believe highlight. you even debating no, that. No, that's what I'm saying. That highlights how low I am fe- feeling towards journalists at the moment. But I, I'm not tarnishing them all with the same no, brush. No, just like, like the there fake are news some ones. Really, the, it's good just ones the fa- it's just the tabloidy fake yeah, news ones, right? The anyway. sun and all you know <laughs> but yeah no i think it oh, wait, it's so just about ga- gaining an awareness of how it plays out in your life now and then i think if you do have kids how you know subconsciously you're projecting a good life onto them but it's but ultimately what a kid needs is love that's it that's it yeah. love acceptance understanding however that plays out you know and you know, and I guess, you know, stability and a roof over the head and food on the table and routine. So it's about knowing when to step back and just let things yeah, be and let not try to be. manufacture anything. Yes. Controlling, what, you know, because of your fear of failure. I know you, and again, that's your ego. You've mentioned the word pain body like a couple of times yes. now. And, but before I ask you what that is. I, I need, I need I, to find out there. <laughs> Let me get the definition I, real quick. I just wanted to take a quick step and just think about situations when you feel like crap, like when you're in a bit of a <laughs> right, funk cheers, and like yeah. not having, like, because at yeah. the moment, like, I'm, I'm hand on heart, I've not had a emotionally, I've not had the best of best of weeks. Yeah, like I've had to. I've been feeling very up and down, yep. quite stressed out. I've had stressful situations actually happen that yep. would induce that yep. level of stress yeah um and then you have the the residual feelings of feeling upset that you've been upset which is probably yeah what like I'm get, going oh through. i shouldn't have got rolled up at that situation yeah, or i shouldn't have allowed that to affect me yeah, yes and yes. i'm feeling that quite vividly at the moment yeah um so wait is that my ego in play yes oh man <laughs> because i'm like i guess if I've understood this conversation correctly, you could say right now I'm plugged into the matrix and I'm not allowing myself to observe this moment now. And yes. because I've got one eye on how I'm feeling and I'm getting caught up and stuck in a rut with all of that, that life and time is actually passing me by. And on top of what I've learned from you today, yeah, I'm not allowing myself to fully be myself because I'm frozen in the past 
thinking about past yeah. situations yeah. and feeling upset and you're letting it inform past. what decisions you need to make now or in the future instead of just trying to be present and thinking about what the most appropriate response is for this specific situation now so our brain likes to create it, it needs to create oh, wait, wait, pathways wait. for us yeah. to make sense of the world so if something happened in the past and you reacted in a certain way and it didn't go well then it then you your brain sort of goes right okay well that that's not an effective solution but it might be in this situation today they might you know you're in the same situation but you're a different human being you're an older more mature human being you've got different circumstances you know seven years ago that that situation or incident you know didn't I will complain I don't know what happened whatever like just making stuff up like that that was that was a situation at that time it doesn't mean that it's not effective now it doesn't mean that but because we it's just a coping mechanism it's a survival thing it's our brain creating pathways for us to you know protect ourselves so the question I want to ask is so that trauma and pain that I like looping and feeling wrongly yeah is that the pain body or is the pain body a totally different concept altogether so i kind of want to um <clears throat> yeah I, it's so it's so interesting because uh, yes yeah, so i'll go into that i guess what i'm what I also want to touch on is is the different roles like so he he talks about the many faces of ego mm. um and the really a really cool one is the went the ego and illness so i kind of I, it's just just remind me to talk about that in terms of like what I went through last year and like the pain, the chronic being in chronic pain and stuff. Because yeah. my ego went through a ride and a half last year. But yeah, so the, the pain body is, he basically talks about like the voice in your head having a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And most people are at the mercy of that voice. They're possessed by that thought or by, by the mind. And since the mind is conditioned by the past, you're then forced to reenact the past again and again. So that, that makes sense. I'm experiencing a pain body right now. Yeah. So you're so you and but you're not typically you're not conscious of it. And if you knew it, you would no longer be possessed because you are you are the you're only truly possessed when you mistake that for who you are. So going back to as soon as you recognise it's an illusion, mm. it starts to Fade. lose its power over you. So you start to stop being you know, you start to be less anxious about the situation and, and so on. Um, this thing is mad, boy. But <laughs> but talking about the pain body, it's essentially to kind of like try and s- summarize a, a chapter of kind of really deep, intense stuff. Basically, that that your your body as a physical organism is so connected to your obviously like the neurological processes in your mind, and and when stuff happens to you, your body has a has a direct response to that situation or that stimulus. And emotion, on the other hand, is the body's response to thought. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So your thoughts are the kind of stuff that happens in your mind, um, and your emotion is a oh, response this is to that. To me, so when you're talking about being in chronic pain, so if you're experiencing the pain body because you're caught up in some sort of ego trap, well, that, I, I want to kind of enable... talk about illness in like a separate yeah. in a separate conversation to the pain body, but essentially my pain was worse last year because my mental health wasn't up to speed it wasn't up to scratch and my thoughts and my emotions were so my body's response response to my thoughts were my negative emotions and my negative thinking was informing my emotions and then it had a negative effect on my body um (coughs) physically oh my days so good is going back to like the meditation episode that we did yeah so that that this is probably another like use case and like a strong case study for why meditation and mindfulness is so damn important. Yeah, it's like a loop. It, the emotions feed the thoughts, the thoughts feed the emotions, and then your emotions have an impact on your physical body. When you when you have anxiety, it your body physically reacts to that. Your heart rate increases, your palms get sweaty, um, your pupils dilate. All, you know all this kind of physical manifestations of what it was like to have a physical threat in our you know primordial era whatever you know having a a physical kind of i don't know threat animal or beast or you know i'm i don't want to like say caveman times Mm. that sounds but basically caveman times (laughs) (laughs) but just that that we our physical body is used to that that's what we that's what we're responding to we need to run away from this 
and anxiety now is that's what it is it's your physical reaction to your body doesn't know the difference basically between a saber-toothed tiger running after you i'm not saying that human beings and saber-toothed live yeah. in the same era but i'm just saying like um you know a lion chasing after you and trying to kill you and you having a conversation with your boss in an office the, 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 the your, ba- the your brain response, doesn't know yeah. the difference and it, it can often have the same response um, but the pain body is basically, he, you know, kind of talks about the emotional component of ego. It can differ from person to person, but the thoughts can trigger an emotional response in the body. And, you know, how your body kind of responds to that is based usually from your kind of what happened to you as a kid or the situations you've been in your in your life and it kind of reinforces itself. Um, so he kind of used an example here so um da-da-da. those those thoughts exist at a proverbial stage and could be called unspoken unconscious assumptions they have their origin in a person's person's past conditioning usually from early childhood people cannot be trusted would be an example of such an unconscious assumption in a person whose primordial relationships that is to say with parents or siblings were not supportive or did not inspire trust does that make sense mm. So if you were from an environment where trust was not fostered, you will you will create distrust. Yeah, well you'll you'll create kind of assumptions about what the world is, so people yeah. can't be trusted. Is it will sp- will be something you tell yourself. Um, here are a few more un- uh, examples. So nobody respects and appreciates me. Is another thing. I need to fight to survive. There's never enough money. Life always lets you down. I don't deserve abundance. I don't deserve love. If you're from an environment where love was not created or you weren't loved, you will go into the world not thinking you deserve it. And it takes a long time. And then when you get confronted with, you know, all kinds of situations, like you have a really great teacher, but you start to like kind of lash out because you don't know what it's like to have a nice, you know, nice person in your life that treats you with respect. When you meet someone at a club and, you know, he really wants to take you whining and dining, you don't know what that, what is that? feel like to have somebody that wants to love you yeah you know it's really jarring um so unconscious assumptions create emotions in the body which in turn in turn generate mind activity or instant reactions it's kind of this way of our body trying to make sense of the world or trying to cope um and the voice of the ego continually disrupts the body's natural state of of well-being so the body has an ego attached to it it can't it can't you know it cannot but respond to all the dysfunctional thought patterns that make up the ego so a stream of negative emotion accompanies the stream of incessant and compulsive thinking and i guess we touched on this in meditation episode but just talking about the the real challenge with meditation is not to try and levitate it's just to try and be (laughs) with your thoughts yeah because often what happens when you start to meditate is you're not you've never really quite understood just how much you think and how many thoughts run race through your mind at millions of miles an hour and it's incessant you don't often get into a meditation session and go right okay oh god nothing's popping up no everything's popping up all at once (laughs) and the challenge is how how the hell do you make peace with that and meditation is not removing the thoughts it's just being at peace with them and letting them letting them come and go but the idea that like when you first start out meditating you don't realize just how incessant it is and you know he kind of talks about how if you're not aware of those if the fact that that happens you're not even you're not going to get even close to understanding how where the ego feeds into that you know, you know? like this feels like the inception film Oh yeah, and like the, all of the many layers, and like because you know how there's like dreams within dreams within dreams within dreams. It's like yeah, all these different ego layers, and like this it, is nuts. So this like putting it in like a mind. physical, like a tangible example, um, you know, kind of talking about uh in choosing a partner. So like I said, like me, me feeling like you wanting to uh how do I say this like you I have I haven't even tried to like come like create a narrative here I'm literally just off the top of my, of my head so it's not going to be coherent um you know this isn't a rehearsal but basically like thinking about meeting you you wanting to be with me 
and you wanting to be with me on my terms like mm-hmm. you don't resist my um you know the the kind of conditions I set for myself about you know I don't know like what I want in a partner or how quickly I want to move with things mm. um and basically you know basically like I thought that me saying I want to get married soon would scare many everyone off and the fact that it didn't scare you off was was really um what's the word I guess challenging for me but just the idea that like even through everything we went through and like thinking about you you choosing to love me every day was like almost triggering like it must have triggered something in my in in the pain body or whatever yeah because i'd already decided that like i can't be um it everything i all the baggage i bring to the table i can't be loved like that that's not on the cards for me yeah and you doing that it's like it basically forced me yeah and it challenged me to think about okay and then, and actually like thinking about it like i felt loved in my childhood like it wasn't it wasn't like i came from a you know t- you know a really kind of awful upbringing by any means not at all like you know kind of a great childhood but um you know not without its difficulties though and and things i'm you know processing now but you you talking about you kind of deciding to love me or deciding to be, commit to me was why I would kind of feel like, okay, that's, this doesn't, this doesn't compute with the narrative that I've Given created. Yourself. So wait, is this like a... And that's why I tried to sabotage uh, it. I think I maybe tried to break up with you maybe three times, like in a, in, in a two year period. Um, and then eventually I was like, right, okay. And then I just went from one zero to hundred real quick and asked you to marry me. <laughs> so I think I eventually made peace with it. But, you know, just the idea that, you know, you kind of throwing a spanner in the works and, and kind of, I guess, a glitch in the matrix. I'd created this this identity. Um, I'd made peace with it. And you coming in and challenging that was, you know, something I hadn't I hadn't had to think about. But I'm trying to think of other, like, maybe maybe like less serious examples of like where the pain body hits maybe it's stuff like um you know someone makes a joke at a party at your expense or like kind of teases you and you laugh it off but actually that was really triggering for you and you felt really like your ego is really really bruised because it reminded you of a time where primary school someone said a similar thing about your big ears or your you know big forehead or your you know crooked teeth or whatever the fuck um, or like I remember too like so put it again like a personal example someone at school told me I had a weird laugh and that's something what? that still plays out I'm not kidding it still plays out in my mind now when I'm laughing when I have a laugh I'm like so and so said that one time and it trigger and it's like brings up insecurities about who I think I am and you know all that kind of thing so it's interesting that like something all the stuff all the kind of form your formative years i guess um you know they you've you kind of have a, a pain body something that that triggers it's basically trigger points i guess if, if you want to call it like something more simple um but it's rooted in stuff that happened to you as a kid and, and then you tell yourself things like i'm not deserving of love or i'm weird or you know my laugh is weird or um you know i'm ugly or whatever 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 you're telling yourself about who you are so that means um, i'm just thinking to myself so when people challenge perceptions that is probably an absolute godsend in terms of like trying to shake people out of their egos what do you mean um no like for example um like say me coming into your life and then challenging your thoughts and perceptions of like what you thought you wanted mm-hmm Oh, I'm, I might on my days. I feel like I'm being arrogant there by basic because I used the term godsend and now I'm referring to myself in terms of like oh whatever. Come on. <laughs> but you get what yeah. I mean. Like it's just we should basic. I'm I'm having a new appreciation for all the times that my perceptions and thoughts are now being challenged, and we should actually welcome it because it gives us a chance to reevaluate ourselves and to like maybe 
see if like also gives us a chance to maybe slip out of the ego and wake up and become woke as they would say i think a big part of it too is thinking about where 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 kind of things show up where you you've kind of created a an identity for yourself you know things like um i you know those people like on tv or whatever they're like i say whatever i want to say and I don't care who hears it, you know, like no those filter. sorts. You know, I've got no filter. And then, you know, but again, that's that's rooted in something deeper of like, yeah. maybe, you know, I wasn't listened to as a kid. I didn't, my opinions weren't valued. And I want to now try and ch- like yeah. push forward and, and, and force my opinions on others as a result or, you know, whatever. Um, when you're in relationships and, you know, I just love drama. I just love, you know, whatever. <laughs> Those people, I'm so... Uh, <laughs> no, but I guess... Growing up, they were the ones that always used to piss, like, I like a bit of drama. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Why would you want a little bit of drama in your life? Like, flipping heck. Like, just chill, go to the beach, relax, have a flake, like, 99 ice cream or whatever. Oh, my just God. Like, my goodness, man. I don't want no... But it, no it's drama, again, it, it's just coping with, I'm with it's Mary stuff. J. Blige on this one. Oh my god! <laughs> so here we go. Like here's an example. So many relationships go through violent and destructive pain body episodes at regular intervals. It's almost unbearable, unbearably painful for a young child to have a witness the emotional violence of their parents as pain bodies. So it's kind of going back to um, this idea that when people, I don't think we went back to. It. I haven't. I don't think I've talked about this yet. But I'm really keen to talk about it. The idea that you go into relationships expecting the other person to save you. Yeah, or so to complete me. You're going to be my You're going to complete half. me. You're going like, to save me. You're going to... You finish you're, my sentences. You're going to... By being with you, you're going to solve all the, all the challenging thoughts and emotions I have about my my own father yeah. or, you know, my, my own insecurity. You know, kind of like we bring our mummy and our daddy issues to the table and we expect the other person to fix them. Mm. And he kind of talks about, about it in that sense of like your kid going, seeing that's our pain body. That's, that's your pain body coming through. And that's why it manifests in certain arguments or whatever. But you're, that, that's a conscious choice. You don't have to. You can still have arguments and conflict, but you just have to be conscious of where, is this actually something that I really need to address with my partner? Yeah. Or is this my insecure child coming out and wanting to find retribution? Um, so, you know, he talks about, um, let's see. Da, da, da. So, yeah, so, yeah, the fate of millions of children all over the world, the nightmare of their daily existence, so kind of seeing their parents argue and stuff like that. Yeah. This is also one of the many way, the main ways in which the human pain body is passed on from generation to generation, right? So after each episode, the partners make up and there's an interval of re- relative peace to the limited extent that the ego allows it. Excessive consumption of alcohol will often activate the pain body, particularly in men, but also in women. When a person becomes drunk, he or she goes through a a complete personality change as the pain body takes them over. A deeply unconscious person person whose pain body habitually replenishes itself through physical violence often directs it towards their spouse or children. So again, you know, thinking about the the cycle of abuse and like where that plays out, I think that's probably the most extreme... um, a case of where this manifests and we, and we know this on a kind of psychological level where you know if you're if you're abused as a child or if you've suffered from at the hands of you know abuse of, of you know in some way whether physical emotional sexual that that can often you know take place again in some other fa- form or fashion it can manifest you know through your through your children um so you know this is again it's just thinking about you bring stuff to the table that you don't want to that it's often hard to admit you do right and just thinking about like you we've all we've all dealt with suffering in some in some way and it doesn't mean that and and then that spans across socioeconomic lines and racial lines and gender and all kinds of things you know we 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 have all dealt with suffering in some in some way um you know whether that's abandonment or uh, insecurity or bullying or abuse uh you know there's there's something that we're bringing to the table and that comes out in our relationships intimate or otherwise it comes out in our work life it comes out in how we view ourselves and this is all about this is this is the ego so you know 
basically put it this way if ego wasn't around you would just be able to see your past for what it is and just be present and the abuse you suffered from as a as a child would would be would just be that it would be what you suffered as from as a child notwithstanding the kind of the we the rewiring of your brain and you know in some instances trauma can do that um but the idea that if ego didn't play such a strong part yeah. that it that this this things we suffered from wouldn't actually play out as much as it does at the moment if that makes sense boy <laughs> i guess on that note um do you is there any like resources or videos or things that you think people should uh. watch to like gain more insight into it or how they could potentially start addressing their own egos i guess uh um yeah i'm just thinking i, I don't want to kind of reel off a bunch of youtube videos that i like like no but just like I good guess, starting points yeah just to, like, i mean the best a... the best starting point would be a new earth by yeah. eckhart tolle um that's e-c-k-h-a-r-t t-o-l-l-e he's a nice little um nice german guy nice little german man who who has many a talk online i would prefer to read his book before watching him do a lecture because i think why he's cool no because i think you again the cynic and me i'm talking for the cynics out there that would like look at him go oh my god he's not even saying anything he's literally sitting there for 10 minutes in silence oh whatever and i'd you know i'd click off and get impatient i even appreciate him much more after this conversation i didn't really get what he was doing but now (laughs) you just watched it because it was like strange and interesting i was just like yo when's he gonna crack like (laughs) (laughs) when's he he gonna open his mouth it's weird he's getting paid for this damn (laughs) yeah so i think just maybe start with that also i think talking about um talking about it with like people around you i think like because i remember talking talking with you about ego was really powerful for me to understand it in in like deep in a deeper level for me like thinking about it because it was always at the forefront of our conversations or just you know it was something i was talking you through or, or talking to myself about it was easier to see where it played out in our relationship in like the challenging times or the the happier times um and we haven't even got into we'll probably talk about this another time but just how it plays out in our religious choices as, as well so thinking about like I, I did think about that like, yeah we can do a second a second episode on it <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up because that's a huge kettle of fish right let's do that next time but, okay because yeah when uh, when it, it, it clicked in my head when we were talking about like um, when I said the word like stereotypes or like patterns or yeah uh, I was like oh my I don't want to go down that road right now okay but, let's do it let's talk about religion next and just how this plays out yeah but cool. yeah fair enough I'm happy to leave it there if you are yeah this will be a three hour episode otherwise <laughs> but yeah guys I hope you've like that's how you know it's been a good one is like we could keep talking about it yeah well fair do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I hope you've learned something. I know I certainly have. I have a great appreciation for the ego, and hopefully, I'll be able to get myself out of a rut much quicker now. But yeah, that's it. Like you said, you know, once you're aware of it, it dissolves. So yeah. in the same way of anxiety, as soon as you know it's anxiety and you're aware of it, it starts to dissipate the effect of it, the physical effect. One last thing I will say: I feel like people are making attempts to, because like this whole like positive mental health mm-hmm. awareness yep. is tr- at, at some level trying to address like mm-hmm. the pain bodies and whatnot mm-hmm. but yeah I guess it, for me I didn't really know that it fell under the category of like trying to address the ego but yeah. I think if there's one takeaway if there's one thing I want people to take away from this is that ego is not just arrogance yeah. it's something everyone possesses it's not just uh, the most positive reflection of ourself it's also the most negative and everything in between um, it, it morphs and it creates it, it does what it needs to do for you to feel okay in certain situations so if you need to come out on top it will help you do that if you need to come out of the situation neutral it will do that too but it it's all a, a, an illusion it's a reflection of reality and it's not actually your reality and it goes back to that kind of the mindfulness and meditation of you are not this thing that you're presenting to the world 
it's actually you, you know you're you're the person sitting in the back observing it all and that's what he does he's the personification of that if you do if you are interested in or intrigued by tom's description of this guy you know he does just sit there at a global conference where everyone else is trying to like get you know look look fancy or look professional or whatever you know trying to like come out on top and he's just sitting there sit literally sitting there observing everyone and there is a, a certain empowerment that comes from that because once you're not subscribing to what the world wants you to do or what your ego wants you to do you can just do what you want to do and if that's staring into the crowd for 10 minutes you know gathering your breathing preparing what you want to say in your mind and feeling present and just observing your body fair enough bro like power to you you know what who are we to tell you otherwise kind of thing but I think yeah if there's one thing I would take I want people to take away from this is that it's it it plays a far more um powerful role in your life than than we like to admit um or we're aware of and it isn't just the arrogance or the positive stuff it's it's basically it will find an opportunity to seep into your life or certain situations if you allow it to and that it's possible for you to gain an awareness of it and it's possible for it to not play such an such a role in your life um and you can from there develop some you know level of, of authenticity mm. um anyway i'll stop waffling uh, uh, thank you for this i've learned a lot and yeah thanks you guys for listening um i want to send a shout out to um or both yeah both sophies if you guys are listening like, <laughs> oh, that's so cute! Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys are. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, okay. So we're gonna have an episode coming out soon, which is really exciting. Um, spoiler! Let's I won't spoil it, but yeah. like, yeah, no, it's we're basically gonna have our first guest on the show. So really excited for yeah, that. That's so, yeah, that's gonna be so dope. That. Don't know if it'll be next or hopefully, soon, hopefully. but it'll, it'll be in the pipeline. Yes, queen. Um, but yeah, thanks, Tom. Yeah, it's okay. Thanks all. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye.